Chicago teachers decide they don't want to work anymore. Uh, and I do have a solution for this. Is Joe Biden really disconnected? Or is he just really dense? And a poll is released that tells us why our kids are so jacked up. Unfortunately, I can't see things getting better. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, so I had to make some changes to this thing because I, there was so much that happened last week and that I'm skipping the news of this week. For example, Joe Biden's gaffes. If you heard those yesterday, you know about them. You don't need me talking about them. So I won't. But there are some things that are really happening we need to go over this week. Uh, good news is the news isn't pumping. Uh, apparently, the one thing that is happening is Joe Biden is so far off, he will take no questions anymore. This guy is done. I don't know what's keeping this guy as president. I don't know why people are fighting to keep him as president. But this guy hasn't answered a question in, I don't know, forever. But anyway, let's go to some uh, recent news. Uh, well, here we go again. Um, the news this week is bad. I do need to talk about this because I think this is going to infect the entire country really soon. I think California, this is going to happen soon. I've talked to Josie about it because she has two kids. And I think this is going to happen. So I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up. The Chicago Teachers Union voted last night to start teaching remotely through the Zoom application. According to, the, according to NBC Chicago, quote, the rank-and-file members of the Chicago Teachers Union have voted to temporarily transition to remote learning, a move that prompted Chicago public schools officials to cancel classes Wednesday. Now, that's important. They canceled classes Wednesday. They, it gets interesting. While CTU instructed its members to work remotely Wednesday, CPS has said that it will not accept the switchback to remote learning and instead canceled all classes, sporting events, and extracurricular activities scheduled for Wednesday. So in other words, all the things that are really good for the kids, they've decided to cancel. Um, the good news is CPS has decided, you know what, F the teachers. We're just going to lock them out of Zoom and they can't teach remotely. So this has basically become a strike, a work shortage, a work stoppage. Okay, continuing, quote, food service will still be available at schools between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. I think that's a bad thing because I think one of the problems is parents should be feeding their kids. But these kids do have to work. These uh, parents do have to work and they have to feed their kids. I think it's sad that parents are depending on the government. And what does this show? The government is not trustworthy. You can't depend on the government to feed, have your kids fed. Parents need to keep their kids fed. And we're going to go into that a little later. I do have another story that's going to be really important. 
Okay, so continuing because I'm talking. Food service will still be available at schools between 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. And the COVID testing and vaccination events will continue as scheduled, of course, because that's what's important, according to the CPS press release. The teachers union stated, quote, Tonight, as educators, parents, neighbors, and community members, we had to make the tough decision to support a resolution to return to remote learning in our city's public schools. B.S. This was not a tough, (laughs) this was not a tough decision. They don't want to teach. They don't want to work anymore. Anyway, continuing, this decision has made this decision was made with heavy heart and a singular focus on student and community safety. Well, here's the thing: um, student safety, not a thing. Students are shooting each other. Students are depressed and killing themselves. Students are on drugs. Here's the whole thing with this whole thing. Um, students are not staying in the house. That's something the teachers don't seem to realize. They're going out and they're doing things. And typically what they're doing is bad things. By the way, the statistics to state the teachers are in danger don't exist. Teachers have not been getting COVID from their students in their classrooms. Hasn't been happening. As a matter of fact, there is yet to be one teacher that has died because a student gave him the China virus. Not one. Believe me, if there was one, the news would have reported it. There is not one. If you can do me a favor, if you can find a teacher that has died because that teacher got COVID from a student... Send me the name of that teacher. And I mean, there are so few, you could send me the names of the teachers. Most of the teachers who have died have died from COVID, from a family member being inside. They had comorbidities. If you look at the, if you look at the videos of the teachers that are talking about this, they're all like 300 pounds. Probably diabetics. By the way, when did it become so bad that we can't sit there and say, hey, lose some weight? You probably aren't going to get sick as bad. The flu would have killed some of these teachers. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot said the stoppage is illegal, which is I, I refreshing, I guess, coming from her. But again... The problem with the Democrats, mixed messages. Listen to this statement, and then we'll talk about why this is mixed messaging. Quote, the worst thing we can do is shut down the entire system. What we need to be focused on is working together. What I'd love to see CTU do is not force an illegal work stoppage. What I'd love to see them do is work hand in glove with us to get kids and their family vaccinated. Okay, maybe... I'm sorry, this is a conflicting statement. The stoppage, so there are a few things. Let's go over that statement. The stoppage is illegal. Any union, public sector union, that negotiates with the government, with taxpayer money, by the way, is not allowed to strike. Police unions, fire department unions, teachers unions, 
not allowed to strike. That is illegal. That's going to be important for my solution because I do have a solution to this. Lori Lightfoot's message is jacked because her city has one of the lowest vaccination rates in the country. And she just poured gasoline on the fire by saying, let's get everyone vaccinated. Because here's the thing. The teachers are saying, oh, well, no one's vaccinated in the city, so I shouldn't have to go to work. And I've got to work with you guys to get everyone vaccinated? And meanwhile, I work with you guys to get everyone vaccinated, and then I catch COVID, and then I die, or whatever. Because no one's dying from Omicron. I'm sorry, like I said yesterday, 19 people have died in the United States of Omicron. People are not dying from this disease. And by the way, the hospitalization rates have not gone up. I just read an article today that basically said, no, they're not going up. They're going up for other reasons. It has nothing to do with Omicron. But here's the thing. Freaking Lightfoot deserves this. She is now locking down her city again. What is her messaging here? We're going to lock down a city for small businesses, but schools need to open? So you're locking down the city for small businesses. You've got vax mandates. You've got mask mandates. But why should a teacher go? And by the way, the teacher's reasoning for not going back to school has nothing to do with catching Omicron. Let's be very clear. They just don't want to work. But she's locking down the city again, so shouldn't the teachers not go to teach because they could catch Omicron and die? I mean, if you take it like that, it looks like she hates teachers, which she doesn't. She's been butt-licking the teachers' union since the day one. Now, I have some opinions about this, and they're pretty harsh. They're very harsh. I'm going to try not to use the F word or the BS word or any of that, and I'm not going to use them. I have a script, so they basically tell me I underline the F words so I don't do this. First off, stop telling teachers they're freaking heroes. I'm sorry, that was one of the F words I crossed. Effing heroes. They have, they're not heroes. Teachers are not heroes. I'm sorry, they're not. They have a job. A great job. A job that pays them really well to work six to seven hours a day seven and a half months a year, and typically they get assistance too. It does not take much to be a teacher. It's time to stop treating these people like they fought a war in Iraq. Stop giving them awards and free tickets to things. I saw a video, the NFL, I got to stop watching the NFL because it's just pissing me off. But the NFL gave some freaking teacher from Chicago two Super Bowl tickets because she's a teacher? And maybe 40% of her students could read? And she's being celebrated? And that gets that gets us to the second point. point. Teachers are just not doing a good job. Over 30% of the population in Chicago can't read, much less do math. 30 percent of the population I bet none of those people in Chicago 
because of critical race theory can pass a civics exam. Who's the first president of the United States? Bet none of them can answer that. I was listening to a couple of teachers interviewed and I couldn't even understand what they were saying. They barely spoke English. And I'm not saying they were speaking with a Spanish accent. They were American teachers. But you couldn't understand what they were saying. If these teachers can't speak well enough to someone so that someone like me can understand them, how are they teaching our kids how to speak? And by the way, I want to make very clear, these were not ESL, English as a Second Language Teachers. <coughs> these were American teachers, and they couldn't speak. Finally, this has nothing to do with the kids. Let's call it what it is. This is the teachers not wanting to work. These are the teachers that don't want to get out of their bunny slippers in the morning and go to work. But they do want their pay to continue. They do want their benefits. Here's the thing. This is what I do. And I would follow Ronald Reagan's lead, lead, uh, lead back in the 80s. F them all. Fire them all. Take a month, fire them, then take a month all off of school and replace every teacher with a non-union member. Hire them based on qualifications, experience, and performance. Because apparently they're not doing that on Chicago right now. They're definitely not doing that in California. California, as a state, has one of the low... They spend more money on teachers in the state of California, and they have a top five worst... Top five worst education rate in the country. Kill the union. Kill these unions. It's been done before by Ronald Reagan with the uh, air traffic controllers back in the 80s. It worked. No planes fell from the sky. What's the worst that could happen? Our kids still can't read? It's insane. And see, here's the thing. I, I like to sit there, and I did tweet this. Lori! Fire all your teachers. Hire me. I will. I used to live in Chicago. I will teach in Chicago. Maybe then, maybe then and only then, the kids will start learning something. Okay, so that's this week's story. We got more coming. Oh my gosh. So Joe Biden is really showing how dense he is. Now, let's prelude this thing with something. For, for Christmas, I went to Costco and bought three bottles of cheap wine, one ribeye roast, because I was responsible for buying and cooking roast for New Year's. And I spent almost $200. We also bought firewood because we had a fire pit and it's cold and fires. we can talk around the fire pit all night. The fire logs, the, the wood, it's just standard wood. Used to be four ninety nine a bundle. A bundle at Costco, at Walmart. Excuse me, the wood cost me six dollars and forty nine cents. It went up that much. I even asked them about it, and they said, "Yeah, no, it's gone up." That's a thirty percent increase. By the way, that two cent two cent de decrease in November, the um, 
Biden administration was talking about? Yeah, that's gone. One gas station down the street from where I live rose 20 cents. And the gas station we usually go to, because it's got cheaper gas, went up five cents. Well, let's just see how out of touch Joe Biden is. So he tweeted this um, on New Year's Eve. He said, quote, We are ending 2021 with one analyst described as the strongest first-year economic track record for any president in the last 50 years. Jesus Christ. And I, I'm saying, Jesus Christ, help me. I, 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 Sorry, Chad, I know. Let's keep the progress going. What progress? Seriously. We have the highest inflation since the 80s. It's, get, it's going down. I take that back. We have the highest inflation since the 70s. We have a supply chain crisis. We have 10 million open jobs that no one wants to fill because the government keeps giving them money. We have a housing shortage because corporations are buying houses. Houses have gone so high that people like me can't just go out and buy another house. We have a gas and oil shortage. We have a stock market that is tanking. I know this week it's gone up. Well, today it's already dropped 300 points. So let's, let's say the stock market is tanking. Crime is at record levels throughout the country. Drug addiction is addiction and overdoses are at record highs homelessness homelessness is at record highs suicide rate is at record highs the country is broken into two factions all that unity that this guy promised is non-existent we have a border crisis with 1.8 million illegal alien encounters in 2021 that's just encounters that's not talking about the people that actually got in by the way, we did capture enough fentanyl this month to kill an entire city in this country. I believe that they were saying, uh, yeah, we, we've seized enough fentanyl to kill the entire city of Minneapolis. That happened last week. COVID is spiking again with more deaths in 2021 than 2020. By the way, who was president in 2021? Wasn't Trump. We failed to retreat. We had a failed retreat in Afghanistan that led to the deaths of 13 Marines and hundreds of Afghanis. We still have a couple of hundred people in Afghanistan under Taliban rule. And the only people we can count on to save them are uh, veterans groups that are going out there without government support. Russia is threatening Ukraine, Iran likely has a nuclear weapon, and China is threatening Taiwan. That is all in 2021. Does that sound like a good year? Does that sound like we're, we're progressing? Joe Biden is completely out of touch, if he even remembers to change his diaper when he poops his pants. Needless to say, the uh, Twitter reactions were hysterical. John Concha, who is a um, uh, a uh, a uh, commentator, he said Ron Klain appears to have provided access to POTUS account. Ron Klain is one of the worst Secretary of States probably in American history, and I, that says a lot. 
Um, let's see who else said something. Uh, Representative Tom Tiffany. I don't know where he comes from. I didn't realize April Fool's Day was in December this year. Scott Pressler said, you walked away from COVID. You never had a plan. The Here's the problem. The Biden administration is completely out of touch. Biden hasn't had to pay for anything on his own in I don't know how long. Biden is building a fence around his Delaware property that he's at, he's staying and he doesn't have to pay for that. That's costing us about three, four million dollars. This guy doesn't pay a thing. He doesn't go to Costco. He doesn't pay for meat. He doesn't go to the grocery store. He doesn't pay for meat. He doesn't pay for anything. So hearing him sit there and say how great our economy is going, it's not working. And just looking at how the reactions are, you can tell it's not working. I wish I could have some more good news here. I don't. Sort of, I don't. Um, You want to know why our kids are so effed up? Let's just look at who's raising them. According to the New York Post, nearly one in ten mothers does not know who fathered their child, according to a surprise poll, new poll in the United Kingdom. Okay. I quoted that, by the way. Um, there are some things about this. The poll was run by Top Morning Casino, and it polled only about a thousand women. So I'm not really sure what kind of legitimate... I, I went and looked at their website. That's all they seem to do is polling. I saw the word casino and I thought exactly what you thought. Okay, that's like me saying that uh, MGM Casino has released a poll. I, I, I don't know if this is a reliable source, but they did have some other things. Um, the result worried England to the point that they thought they did publish that they said that means that 2.1 million couples where the father might uh, could be together where the father might not be the father so the reality is England took this poll serious enough to to release that statement Australia has found and by the way Australia is far more nomadic than England or let's say the United States so this may not be as much as a surprise. But Australia has found that 30% of births where the biological father is unknown is probably pretty accurate. Now, both countries, England and Australia, said this has been a trend that's been happening since the 1970s. This isn't something that is new. And both surveys admit that the percentage is probably a lot lower that there is a high margin of error and that more studies need to be done. 10%, I'm sorry, is really high. And I talked to I talked to people when I first read this and, and they said, yeah, 10% seems really, really high. So maybe. But the United States, who's never done this poll before, they've never actually researched this, and I wish they would. Because I think this is a serious issue. The United States said that, sociologists said that, yeah, it's probably around 4 to 6% in the United States. 4 to 6% in the United States is actually kind of high. 
I mean, a woman gets pregnant, gives birth, keeps the baby. At, at least that's the good news. She keeps the baby. And she's with someone, but that guy may not be the father? We won't talk about the fact that most fathers aren't in the picture at all, which is the case. Why are, why are studies like this needed to be done? Why are we doing studies like this? Because this is a real issue today. We're living in a world where personal responsibility is considered bad and the government is expected to take care of everyone. People have sex, don't take any responsible actions, and they get pregnant. I guess it could be, I, again, I guess it could be worse. They could be having abortions. But people aren't taking childbirth seriously. There are now no commitments from people. The nuclear family has been demonized. Men have been demonized. A lot of women today don't even want a man in their life. Which means that kid they have doesn't have a father. That's kind of important. Fathers are important in the home. Fathers teach, have, do things that women cannot do. We are the disciplinarians. We're the ones that teach them values that a man can instead, a man has, like protection, like chivalry. But worse, we're living in a world where people just lie to each other. And it's not a big deal. If he finds out that that kid isn't his, uh, F him. He can, I'll leave him. I'll divorce him. Or if you're married at all. There's no commitment from anyone anymore. Here's the thing. It's not going to get better. Children are being raised this way. Worse yet, they're being taught in schools that this is okay. Children born today are doing, going to do the same thing when they grow up. I mean, that's assuming they can get off their phones long enough to have sex, which, by the way, is an issue. They are learning that their personal satisfaction of their own lusts is more important than taking responsibility for their actions. This is very different than how I was raised. I was raised a Catholic. I was raised with a father and a mother. All I can tell you is, if this trend continues, our culture is facing an extremely dark future. And I know that sounds really bad, but these are things we actually should be facing right now, but no one wants to face it. And I think this is really important. Okay, well, I'm going to finish early today. I'll have the couple of other stories, a lot of other stories tomorrow. Uh, I need to listen to news and figure out if there's something bizarre happening today. Um, so far, not really. So, uh, you can visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Uh, I have a Getter account now. What, what? Uh, I'm going to start pulling myself away from Twitter because Twitter is just banning people. I got banned again uh, for 12 hours. So, okay. 
And by the way, I just retweeted somebody who retw who tweeted something from the CDC, and I got nailed for misinformation, and I ended up pulling it, and it's just, it's not worth So Getter is going to be the new website, I think. Um, you can follow me on Talking Politics. I can't have a name that's more than 15 characters. That's why Dumbasses Talking Politics isn't there. Uh, I'm about to release a new video, which I think really sums up the COVID crisis. Uh, that should be out tomorrow. I hope you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene. You've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.